the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Joined now by United States Senator Tom Cotton. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, Hugh. It's good to be on with you. Thank you, everybody in the family. Well, everybody's well here. The only fever we have may be a little cabin fever, but uh, millions of Americans know what that's like. Yet we're all we're all doing what we can to help protect our fellow citizens. Now, I, I usually do not engage in backwards looking because all that matters in a pandemic is today and tomorrow. But I have had it with revisionism. Uh, Politico recognized yesterday you were the first elected leader to the bell. I believe that is true. I also believe this program was the first program on which you broadcast and probably the first program which was serious about the pandemic. Are both of those claims, in your opinion, true? Well, Hugh, the first time I recall talking about the China virus in the media was on your show, probably late January, after I'd started studying the problem in mid-January. And I have to tell you that in mid-January and late January, unfortunately, Washington, especially the Congress, was consumed with another matter. You may recall the partisan impeachment of the president. Um, but uh, I was focused on the time of what I thought was going to be a, a growing uh, crisis coming out of Wuhan. And unfortunately, it's been proven correct. Now, I believe you also were accurately reported to have warned the president repeatedly and that the president took your warning seriously and closed inbound flights from China, a point that is always overlooked by Beltway Media. How important was that action? Probably the single most important thing the U.S. government has done over the last two months is stop air traffic from China in late January. Uh, you know, Hugh, more than 20,000 passengers landed from mainland China uh, in the United States every single day. So by cutting off traffic in late January, the president bought us valuable weeks um, so we could continue to try to use the time we have to develop the resources we need, hospital beds, ICU beds, ventilators, personal protective equipment, and so forth. you got to remember, too, that that was a uh, widely ridiculed decision at the time. A lot of so-called public health experts said it's not, quote, part of our playbook, which just calls into question their longstanding playbook. Joe Biden said it was hysterical and xenophobic to give you a sense of what Joe Biden would do if he were president as it relates to China. Now, it also seems to me that since those early decisions, and again, I I speak from a platform almost every day from January 21st forward. I have been hammering on this, so I'm kind of invulnerable to criticism. A lot of the Beltway media did not take it seriously until death began to occur, and now they are attempting to blame the press. I just have never seen the media this partisan, Tom Cotton. Yeah, I have to say to you that the... Uh, press conferences that the president and Vice President Pence and their task force hold every day are very informative. I've had lots of our Cantons contact me and say that they are must-watch television for them because it's the best source of information they can get about what's happening and what's next. Um, yet when they turn it over to the Q&A from the press there, um, it really is just the kind of media preening that you too often see at the White House, but uh, that you especially wouldn't like to see in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I also made the point, this is the last really key question, 
America has a hell of a kick in track terms. It's like when Eric Liddell gets knocked down in Chariots of Fire, gets back up, and wins the race. I think we'll win the race. But people like Mike Lindell of my pillow, and he's a sponsor of my show, he's a friend of mine, gets up and speaks from the heart. He gets ridiculed online and not I and not by just crazies, but by mainstream media figures. I'm ashamed of people in the media who are ridiculing people in the private sector who are doing everything when the media is doing very little other than inspire fear in people. Yeah, you, I got to say, I found that pretty amazing yesterday. So Mike Lindell is going to start making 50,000 masks a day at his pillow and sheet factories and uh, left-wingers at places like The Atlantic or MSNBC or CNN just want to take shots at him for being a supporter of the president or being on Fox News a lot. Um, I'm not sure how many masks they've made over The Atlantic, but I bet it's a lot fewer than 50,000 a day. So in terms of the private sector generally, do you believe we have a hell of a kick? Do you think we're catching up in every critical category? Unlike any other nation in the world, any other, any other nation in history, you remember um, the battles of World War II were not just fought on the beaches of Normandy or the islands of the South Pacific. They were fought in the auto factories in the American Midwest and factories all around the world, uh, what we call the arsenal for democracy. And although we may be slow to uh, awake from our slumber, uh, the giant of American industry is uh, powerful, unlike any other nation's industry in the world. Has the regulatory reform push, in your opinion, uh, awakened the agencies to the need for speed? We're moving there, Hugh. Um, I still hear stories that are a little troubling to me. Like yesterday, I heard your conversation with the Ohio Attorney General that the FDA said they made a mistake approving Batel for 10,000 units per batch, not 10,000 units per day, uh, when it came to uh, disinfecting uh, personal protective equipment. But at least they made that correction quickly. You know, I know the FDA has also given emergency use authorization for hydro, hydroxychloroquine uh, as well. So they're moving a lot faster than they would under normal conditions. But uh, we need to continue to urge them and push them to move as fast as they possibly can because these are far from normal conditions. In 30 seconds, Senator Cotton, the PRC is waging a disinformation campaign. Has American media caught on to this yet? No, unfortunately, a lot of American media continues to act as a propaganda arm of the Chinese Communist Party. Anything China says about how wonderful they are um, or critical of the United States, they run with without question. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.